Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're going to spend our time in just one verse. Mark chapter 13, verse 14. In the middle of Jesus' last week in Jerusalem, leading up to the crucifixion, Jesus took a moment to pull back the veil and give a glimpse of what was going to come to pass in the future. This has become known as the Olivet Discourse, and it includes an unprecedented time of trouble upon the earth before Jesus returns. Verse 14 is where Jesus taught that an event he called the abomination of desolation would occur. And this raises some questions. What is this event referring to? Has it already happened or is it yet to come? Well, this wasn't the first reference to these events. The prophet Daniel was used by God to reveal things about the end times also. So Pastor Jim is going to go there this week to shed light upon what Jesus taught about it and bring them together to more clearly understand things that will come to pass before Christ's return. Here is today's slice of the sermon entitled, The Abomination of Desolation. There is a time of great trouble coming to this earth. You might be saying, uh, wake up, it's here. Well, things aren't getting better, I grant you that. But there's this time coming called the tribulation or the great tribulation or for Prophecy buffs, the 70th week of Daniel. Week meaning uh, anglicized translation of the Hebrew sevens. Daniel was given 77s or 77-year periods of uh, time to cover prophecy concerning the fulfillment of God's work with Israel. The passage that we're going to Uh, study this morning and the context where we are studying in the so-called Olivet Discourse uh, presents details about this terrible time to come. Jesus said these things to his disciples during his final week before he went to the cross, just a couple of days before he went to the cross, and he was helping them to understand that the events that they understood to be of the end times were correct, but they didn't understand the timing yet. They didn't understand that he was going to be going away after he died and rose again, and that he would return at a later date to bring the kingdom of God to earth. Now, they'd started to catch on, and they said, hey, yeah, we, we get it. We're going to have to wait. It's already been three days, and, and, and you're talking like it might even be all week. They had no idea of at least a 2,000 a uh, 2,000-year span of time. Well, that period just before Jesus comes, that tribulation time, will encompass the entire world. But it's going to focus in a special way on the nation of Israel and the people of Israel. This is one reason why you'll continue to see the, uh, the pronoun you here in the Olivet Discourse. 
It's like in our verse this morning, he says, when you see the abomination of desolation. Well, who did Jesus say that to? The disciples. They didn't see this come to pass, but he's saying that to them and by extension through the inscripturated words of the Bible, he's addressing the whole nation of Israel and for that matter, the rest of the world about this time that immediately will precede his second coming. There are a lot of examples of that in the Old Testament uh, prophets where you'll see you, and I could take you on a side trip, but I won't. Uh, it'll, it, it's like, and you who are alive at that time. God said that through uh, Isaiah, through Zechariah, even about things all the way into the millennium, because the you has to do with uh, you, the nation of Israel. We just saw it in uh, the triumphal entry earlier in Mark. Uh, you, you will see the, the Savior coming and riding on a donkey. Well, he said that in Zechariah 9.9, and Zechariah never saw uh, that. But looking ahead to the time of the tribulation and, and the aftermath about it, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of prediction of this. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 20, Isaiah wrote this. Now, in that day, the remnant of Israel, that means a, a little bit of Israel, the remnant of Israel and those of the house of Jacob who have escaped, meaning there's something that will have to be escaped, will never again rely on the one who struck them, but will truly rely on the Lord and the Holy One of Israel. So there's a prediction that just before he comes to set up the kingdom, his people Israel, those who remain at that time, will turn to him. Isaiah's words match what we know from Daniel. A time is coming when most of the people of Israel will be massacred by an enemy that they think is their friend, and only a remnant will elude the slaughter. That time will not come until, as we just saw, the remnant of Israel will turn to the Lord and trust in their Savior. Jeremiah echoed this, Jeremiah chapter 30, verses 5 through 9. And I'm going to give you a lot of things this morning that, you know, there may be some words around the edges you don't quite understand, but I think you'll get to see the big picture as it, as it comes together. Jeremiah 30, starting at verse 5, he writes, For thus says the Lord, I have heard a sound of terror, of dread, and there is no peace. Ask now and see if a male can give birth. That doesn't happen. Why do I see, he says, every man with his hands on his loins as a woman in childbirth? And why have all faces turned pale? He's saying, this is something unprecedented, something you would think impossible. Alas, for that day is great. There is none like it. And it is the time of Jacob's distress, Jacob being the father of Israel. But he will be saved from it. It shall come about on that day, declares the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off their neck and will tear off their bonds, and strangers will no longer make them their slaves. But they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. Still way off in the future, but he was predicting it. And we know Jesus came just as predicted. One of Daniel's references to this time. Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. Now at that time, Michael, 
the great prince who stands, over the, stands guard over the sons of your people will arise. That's a reference to Michael, the archangel. And there will be a time of distress such as has never occurred since there was a nation until that time. And at that time, uh, your people, everyone who is found written in the book, will be rescued. Do you see some recurring themes there? Unprecedented suffering and tribulation, much loss of life, spiritual purging, and those who are found standing in the grace of God, believing in the Savior, the King, will be the ones that enter the kingdom. Now, as much as Israel has suffered, it's not over. God kept His promises to Israel. He promised to bless them if they were faithful. He promised to bring curses upon them if they weren't. They weren't. God kept His promises. Starting in 722 B.C., Israel was taken off into captivity, the northern tribes. By 586 B.C., the southern tribes had had joined them. They were oppressed, and from that time on, even those who returned to the land were never free as a nation from then on. Jerusalem and the temple there was finally destroyed by the Romans in A.D. 70. Jews have been scattered throughout the nations of the world. They've continued to be outcasts wherever they go. In just the previous century, many millions were exterminated by Nazi Germany and by the Soviet Union. And it continues today. There are people alive today who would like to kill all of the rest of the Jews. Israel as a nation is surrounded by neighbors that want them not to exist And they don't mind killing if that's the way. Israel's only friendly border is with the Mediterranean Sea. Everybody else wants to do away with them. And there are people around the world willing to give their lives in, in what they believe is a holy war to accomplish the end of exterminating the Jews. But there is coming a time in the end times far worse. It will exceed all of those things. In the Olivet Discourse here, said uh, so titled because Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives and gave this discourse, Jesus spoke of that coming time of horror in the world and especially focusing on Israel, spoken of by Isaiah, Jeremiah, Daniel, and others. When we entered this chapter, which is Mark's uh, record of it, Matthew 24 and 25 is a little more uh, thorough, I told you that I refer to the Olivet Discourse as the nexus of Bible prophecy or grand central station of Bible prophecy. There's so much that the Bible says, but all the pieces connect, if you will, through the junction box of the Olivet Discourse. Well, within the Olivet Discourse, I would say that our verse for today is the anchor point of the nexus of Bible prophecy. We just saw in verses 4 through 13 what Jesus described as the beginning of birth pangs, like the labor pains that begin just before uh, the end of the pregnancy, just before the child is born. There will be these things that will happen, and like labor pains, in ever-increasing intensity and painfulness leading up to the culmination. The first specific sign 
So there'll be wars and rumors of war, false prophets, a lot of general things that are going to happen, and it'll be getting worse and worse. But the first specific sign... If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.